Hello and welcome to True Confessions Property Management. I'm your host, Rebecca Jenkins, and today, as always, we are hearing 100% real-life stories from property management professionals. If you're a first responder, ER doc, or you work on the Hill in DC, we all know that you have OMG stories, but what you don't know is that property managers do too. In an industry where fire, flood, or blood is just a normal saying, we have to act professional in the most unprofessional moments. Today, we're talking to Sunny. Remember, all the names have been altered, communities and companies excluded, and the only thing you're gonna hear is the juicy details of her story. Enjoy. Welcome, Sunny, to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Rebecca. I'm very excited. Awesome. And I've been told you have some amazing stories to share with us. I do have some interesting stories for you today. Cool. Let's go. So the first one that I have, I'm going to preface, is going to be a little um, on the gross side. So you've you've been warned ahead of time. (laughs) Um, But I started out in student housing. And um, in student housing, everybody moves out at one time. Like literally on one day, the whole property clears out. And so we go into each apartment and we prepare to quote unquote trash them, take all the stuff out if there's anything left behind. And we go into this one particular unit, a gentleman who had lived by himself, and we go in and it is trash. There is trash piled everywhere, more pizza boxes than I've ever seen. Like he had to have put the Papa John kids through college. That's how many pizza boxes were in the room. And... Everywhere that you go, it just seems like more and more stuff. Oddly, though, the apartment doesn't reek of smell. Like, it's not too bad. There's a little bit of an odor. But I compare his apartment to kind of like Tupperware. When you have something that rots in Tupperware, the smell's held in by that lid. Once you open it, it smells out. It's all over. And as we started to take stuff out of his unit, we had the Tupperware effect. It just smelled like we were opening 100 terrible Tupperware containers all at one time. It was awful. And then we go into the bedroom and we find a big Rubbermaid container and we open it and there are plastic bottles inside that are all filled with urine. What? Um, Urine. Every single bottle is filled with pee. But he had a bathroom. Exactly. You would think, right? But where this Rubbermaid container is, there's like this big computer setup where he was like a big gamer, I guess. So I'm like discussing it with one of my friends and She said, well, you know, not all gamers, but there are some gamers who get really caught up in it. They can't step away. And sometimes they relieve themselves right there at their computer game. And that's exactly what he was doing probably for the entire year and then storing it in containers for us to dispose of when he moved out. Oh, I'm like shocked right now. If you could see my face, like my, my chin is down by my chest. I'm like just shocked. So... It, it was awful. That is disgusting. Awful. Why didn't he just pour like, them out? That? Yeah, you would think. I don't know why he would hold on to them. Um, but, yeah, he was just an, an interesting guy. And, and specifically why he would um, leave them behind for us to discover was, um, yeah, was beyond me. So that was, that was definitely an interesting day, a very gross day. Um, I probably took 20 showers after, after we were done cleaning units that day. It was cool. You know what I think as like a wife? I'm like, ew, someday he's going to grow up. And like, I feel so bad if he ever gets married. 
Oh my god, I don't think he would get married. I don't think he ever left that um that gaming area. So pro- unless a wife, well, may- comes or maybe he finds yeah, maybe he <laughs> finds a wife that like loves gaming so much. She's like totally in it. You know, everybody it takes just one person to, for everybody. Maybe so that could be it. <laughs> Ew, okay, yeah, that was super disgusting. So I'll go on to something less disgusting. Um, but but quite um quite an interesting resident nonetheless. Um, I'm gonna refer to her as Ursula because if you've seen <laughs> The Little Mermaid. And you were to take the cartoon Ursula and make it into a human, that's exactly this lady. Um, she was, we, we were at a brand new lease up, so new construction, no one's ever lived in the building. She's, of course, one of our first leases. It's her, her husband, and two adult children. And they're all, from the very beginning, just a little different, to say the least. And they come in as we're finalizing construction before they're moving, and they would complain about everything. I don't like the paint colors. I don't like the flowers you guys chose for landscaping. Like, they didn't like anything. But, of course, they move in. Typical fashion, they, they move in anyways. And once they get there, things are a little odd at first. But um, the strangest was she, uh, the mother, comes in. Um, Ursula comes into my office, and she said, I just went to the new movie theater down the street. And I'm like, oh, great. It's brand new. Did you love it? She goes, it was awful. And I said, well, why? She goes, there was a terrible smell in there. I couldn't get past it. Couldn't finish my movie. I went and complained to the manager. And the manager said, maybe they burned popcorn. And I said, well, did y'all discover, was that it? Was it burnt popcorn? She goes, no. And I told that manager that it smelled exactly like syphilis in there. And I was like, wait, what? So I'm completely caught off guard. And I'm probably just staring at her very confused. And she continues. She goes, yeah, I have this nose that has um, super strength, and I used to be a detective, and I would use it all the time, and they would bring me in, and I would identify, like, yep, that's gonorrhea, and they'd send me on my way. And I don't know what police force needs, like, STD nose sniffers, but apparently, according to her, (laughs) that was her job. Um, So she would just tell us how she had this very, uh, very strong nose. And um, it became a joke. My maintenance guys would, like, walk up to apartment doors and be like, yep, it smells like their garbage disposal needs reset. Um, (laughs) Became the running joke. Well, then it gets weirder because she, after that, she started calling and saying that there were dogs in her apartment. And I would say, well, are they in there right now? Well, no, but I know they were here. And we would send someone up. She would tell us that she found hair on the floor. Um, Went on for several days. We finally send maintenance up to actually clean. We clean the non-existent dog hair off the floor. Calls again the very next day, says, there's still dogs coming in and out of my apartment. I said, well, do you see the dogs? No. Well, how do you know that they're there? Can you hear them barking? Like, what's going on? She goes, I distinctively smell dog farts in this apartment. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Here we go with the nose again. So I'm like, okay, well, um, that's interesting. The only thing I can think of is we'll have security keep an eye out in the area for any people walking dogs in your unit. So the next day I come in and corporate office, my regional calls, and she's laughing hysterically and tells me how this, you know, Ursula has called corporate and told corporate that myself and my maintenance supervisor are walking dogs in her apartment. And better yet, we put dogs into her husband's truck and they jumped out and scared him so bad that he twisted his ankle. So at this point, we're like, we have to part ways. Um, So we decide to let them out of their lease. Um, It's better for both parties. Um, And then they move to a property right next door to us where we know a few of the staff members. Lo and behold, one of the staff members calls and tells us, um, Ursula's here and she has dogs being walked in her apartment again. 
And I said, well, ha ha, it's you guys, not us anymore. And she goes, no, she thinks we're checking out the keys to your office staff and you guys are coming over here and walking dogs <laughs> in the apartment now. <laughs> so she's probably somewhere right now, assuming that I've been in her apartment with the dog, but who, who knows? It just like grasp hold in her head that that's what was going on. Yeah, I mean, when you smell dog farts, that's the only logical conclusion that you can, uh, you can draw from that, I guess. <laughs> and then, I guess, oh. my last one, she'll have, um, she'll have a fun and a fun little nickname, or my next one. Um, we'll call her Pterodactyl Tiffany, um, and you will see why. So, little Miss Tiffany moves in, same apartment complex, if you can believe it. I think there was something in the water. Um but she moves in. Or in the air. Yeah, something. Something was going on. <laughs> All so, the smells. <laughs> so she moves in, and everything seems normal for a few months. And then, just like the other lady, all of a sudden, things start to get a little little interesting. And um, this resident was calling and telling us she could hear people in her, her vents. They were talking about her. Um, she could see people were watching her through the electrical outlets. I mean, all sorts of things. My favorite was she said her resident was talking about her in cursive. So that, that was a fun one in cursive. Um, so she's had a lot of little interesting complaints that would come in. She would call the office really odd hours and leave messages. Um, and she ended up getting behind on rent. And we started to kind of see signs that maybe there was some drug activity going on. And um, we did end up having to go to eviction court with her. And eviction courts normally, as you know, it's pretty much in and out. There's not a lot of excitement going on in court. But Tiffany wasn't going to let that happen. Um, So we go into court. The judge asks for her statement. And she tells him everything's going to be fine. I feel confident that I'm going to go back into my home today. It is going to be great. I'm going to have a fabulous life from here on forward because God has sent me a sign. And the judge said, so you have your rent today in the form of certified funds I take it and she said no but I do have this and she reaches into her purse and she pulls out a tissue and then lays on the table a dead bird and tells us "Mm -hmm, dead bird um and she says God put this baby pterodactyl on my patio before court this morning as a sign of good things to come and I'm not sure what um a dead pterodactyl would say about your life to come or why it would be good, but she was dead set that this was a pterodactyl and it was a sign from God. Um, needless to say, the judge did, did not agree. Um, and, and she was evicted and she did, did leave the community. Um, maybe, maybe she lives in Jurassic park now. I don't know. But did she yeah. leave kicking and screaming or then, you know, because people who are on drugs, they just don't have the same sense of reality. Obviously um, they think someone yells at them in cursive. But yeah, exactly. So she didn't leave. Um, I wouldn't say kicking and screaming, but she didn't leave um, willingly. She was one where we actually had to put her belongings out of the apartment. Um, so it was a whole process. And even at that point, I don't think she fully grasped what was going on because she kept telling, calling her mom while we were, you know, performing the, the writ and putting her belongings out. And she was calling her mom and telling her mom, the movers aren't wrapping up my fine china. So yeah, she wasn't quite sure what was going on. She, yeah, she was pretty out of it by that point. Mm. But, yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. 
Yeah, so pterodactyl Tiffany, wherever she may be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're not all bad. So I guess I'll I'll leave you with my my sweet resident because okay. you know you get those that are very interesting, but they're few and far between. There's usually way more good ones than there are bad ones. Yes. And um, this gentleman is a resident. He is in his early 90s. He's my oldest resident at the property. He doesn't let me forget it. And I bring him up just because he really shows how awesome this industry is and how people can make an impact without even trying. And this gentleman has really been an impact for me. Um, He has not always been in the best health while he's been at our community And that doesn't stop him from coming to the office. He makes sure no matter how bad he feels, he comes down. He says hello to everyone. He tells us jokes. Um, He teaches us about life. Um, My favorite is he um, added an addition recently onto his little hover round scooter. And if you ask him what it's for, he'll tell you that it's because he's going to ride all the fine honeys around. um, Because he's such (laughs) a lazy man. (laughs) So he is just really, he speaks to like what, what makes this business so great and what the majority of our residents are really like and how they're super caring and they're super funny. And they just really don't realize that that, that little joke they tell you in the morning makes such a big difference in, in your day and in your life eventually too. Absolutely. And he is impacting your whole team. He's impacting my residents. He's a favorite. We actually put him on a promotional video where he got to be recorded and he came down to tell us all bye because he said after his video got released, they called him from Hollywood and he's like the new, the new face of Hollywood. So um, oh. if I lose him as a resident soon, it's because he thinks he's famous and <laughs> going to start on the big screen. I love that. These yes. were all amazing stories. Thank you so much for sharing them. Thank you for having me. It was fun. I'm looking forward to, to more and more guests on your podcast. I'm, I'm so obsessed with it. Do you have your own crazy property management stories that you want to share on the podcast? If so, it's simple. Go to my website, multifamilytrainer.com, click podcast, and fill out the form. That does it for episode number 17 of True Confessions Property Management. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend. Till next time, I'm Rebecca Jenkins, the Multifamily Trainer, signing off. Have a great week.